Welcoming to Jackson Share Sports Radio is one of the best safeties in college football. Kobe Savage of the Kansas State Wildcats. Kobe is 5'11", 206 pounds, and grew up in Paris, Texas. Kobe, you attended Paris High School, and then you went to Juco College, Junior College, at Tyler Juco College uh, in Tyler, Texas. And then you ended up at Kansas State. So a wild journey. I've had a bunch of people on the show talk about their wild journeys. That is one of them. (laughs) Definitely. Going from high school to Juco, now to one of the best colleges in the nation for football. And you you were offered to schools like uh, North Texas, Eastern Kentucky, Gardner-Webb, and many more. But you ended up choosing Kansas State. And you're also the winner of the Big 12 championship versus TCU. So pretty, pretty insane. You had some great stats this year. 45 solo tackles, three interceptions. You don't need to tell you any of this. You're a star. You're going crazy. Tied for 43rd in the nation in terms of interceptions. Kobe, welcome to the Jackson Chair Sports Radio. Appreciate you for having me. Of course, man. Uh, so my first question for you, Kobe, how did you get into the game of football? Uh, I'd say around the age of four, my mom signed me up for a flag football league around, it was like a church recreational league. And uh, me and a couple of my younger friends that I was close with, we all signed up to play. And it was just like living first sight, just running around and catching the ball and just being able to play with my friends. And ever since then, I just fell in love with it. So that sort of sort of sense of community and sense of like, as a group in unison, loving football, you, you just kind of learned to love it in a group. Yeah. Yes, sir. Got you. So what would you say like your best skill is as a football player? Because I know there are many I've seen you've put on some great uh, displays in terms of games against like Oklahoma. Like you guys have have done a great job this season. Um, So what would you say your best skill is? Um, I really just say tracking the ball, like uh, just trying to be around it and uh, getting my hands on it some type of way, whether it's forcing a fumble or maybe trying to strip at it or getting an interception or maybe a PBU, just, just finding my way around the ball. I feel like I have a, a good knack for that rather than others. Right. And I mean, finding, finding interceptions was not, a, it was not an issue for you this year. Like not at yeah. all. You did a great job of that. And you were a ball hawk. You were pretty much in all the games that you played in, you were, I mean, across the stat line, you were everywhere on the field, solo tackles, you were involved in everything. So that is definitely a, I would say a strong suit. So uh, what do you think you could now like improve on, you know, looking towards next year, uh, technically and physically? I'd say really just working on understanding more of where the ball could go, like anticipating plays, uh, seeing formations a little bit quicker and anticipating what I could get out of these formations, whether they're pass heavy or run heavy, um, understanding more of like the receiver I'm going against his body type and what his tendencies are. And just, just little stuff like that, that'll like help me pursue my goal of being in the NFL. Totally. And I got a question about that later. So, Kobe, from your experience, you know, at Kansas State, I know obviously going from JUCO and then going all the way to college football and high school football, what's been the biggest difference? I'd say the biggest difference, even from junior college to uh, to this level at Power 5, is really it's not even the speed of the players but the speed of the game. Because you, you could still have some guys running 4.6s, 4.8s, but it's just how fast they anticipate they use a play, whether it be – a quarterback reading you pre-snap and just getting our RPO off like like that. And JUCO was not – it wasn't as fast as I would say as it is here. Like, there are still great athletes and great players, but it's really just the speed of the game. The game is so fast. Whenever you start learning more and just picking apart little things that you can see pre-snap, the game is a lot slower. But definitely the, the speed of the game, my very first game, was a lot faster than I anticipated. Totally. And how about that atmosphere? 
I mean, just the crowd and the amount. I mean, I'm sure it was like not even close yeah. to Juco. No, no. Juco, we'd had maybe max, <clears throat> I'd say at least like 70 fans in both stands. But yeah, at Power Five, I remember we played, uh, the probably one of the loudest games was OU. It was like 80,000 and it was like sold out crazy. Nuts. I, w- I was actually in my hotel room in North Carolina. I was going to the North Carolina Notre Dame game because I visited UNC. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that game live with my dad. I was just like, wow, dude, I got to pick up an interview right now. I was like, dude, this game, this this Kansas State team is is something special. And you guys really put something on that night. So I'm sure that atmosphere to be a part of was nuts. Um, so in oh, terms, it was crazy. It was really crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and in terms of like daily preparation, right, I, I know that there's obviously a difference in schedule. Uh, so how was, how was, you know, high school – like high school and uh, junior college different from Kansas state in terms of schedule and daily preparation. I feel like high school was a lot more loose. Uh, I mean, we had a lot of like instruction where where to do this, where to do that, but it wasn't as tedious as I'd say maybe the college level. And then junior college was really like, it was, it was tedious here and there. Like we'd have a couple meetings, um, offense, defense, then uh, special teams, but nothing too crazy. But at this level, it's like, it's from 7 a.m. all the way to maybe like 6 p.m. during season. Like you're gonna you're gonna have something every hour, where there's class meetings, film, tape, treatment, rehab, every practice. So I, I feel like, uh, but it, it helps you though in the long run, being a being a businessman or businesswoman, having that college schedule, making you wake up every morning and uh, having on your mind that you got to go, that you got to go at the end of the day to finish. Right, and like you said, being in a Power Five conference, like this is you know this is legit. This is real. This is no no messing around at this point. Uh, so so Kobe, as I mentioned, you know you had solo forty five solo tackles, one forced fumble, three interceptions. These stats, I mean, come against very competitive teams. Like we talked about the Oklahoma game, they were number six at the time. You guys blew out Oklahoma State, number nine, forty eight to zero. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know what to say. That was incredible. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of teams are able to do that. And you had four solo tackles that game. What is what have these games in college football taught you the most? Uh, like, what what has it taught you in terms of experience and and game game? Uh, how do I put this? Game like game experience? Game? Uh, I don't know. Well, you know what I'm trying to say? Like game game experience? Game flow? Yeah. I uh, right. Game general? Like an idea about yeah. the game? Yeah. Uh, what's really crazy is like. You watch the teams on TV, like the Oklahoma States, the Baylors, the Texas, TCU's, OU's, and you're like, wow, like, I know it's, like, crazy to play them. But, like, whenever you get out there, it's really just basic run plays, basic class pass plays. So, like, playing against them was just – it was really crazy. And then whenever you're in the moment, you're not thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's Oklahoma State. You're just thinking, like, oh, it's I got to beat these guys in order to make go where I want to go. So, really just the game flow, it was, like – I'd say it was a normal pace. Like, it, like some teams that would do tempo made it really faster, and it, it – mess up the whole scheme of things but yeah it was it was pretty uh it was a pretty good flow and just adjusting to it made it even better and uh being able to like say yeah we beat like oklahoma state when they were nine we beat ou when they were six or five so it just it was, it was a really good feeling that's a, i mean that's a great feeling and especially doing the same thing when you say you could be beat tcu you know as like a yeah. big 12 champ i mean that's freaking crazy you know being a big 12 <laughs> champion and beating tcu so that in itself is great so I guess out of all these games, uh, a question that I have is what what's your favorite? You know, you got all these games 
And I know that's a tough one because you got games against like ranked teams. I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. Uh, I feel like Missouri. Missouri was one of my favorite games. And it was just because uh, I remember when I was really young, I used to play on the PSP a lot when they had college football on there. And I always picked Missouri because they had the all-black uniforms. And they had, they, had, they had some quarterback back then. But I just remember whenever we played them, it was like it just welcomed, welcomed me to college football. Like it was so surreal playing Missouri. And I got to pick that game. That was my very first college pick, too. So it was just, it was a crazy feeling. Like the whole stadium went like crazy. It it just felt so good. That was probably one of my favorite games. That game, and then I put OU up next. I would definitely put OU up there for sure. I mean, like that is, that <laughs> yeah. crowd is unbelievable. But like you said, just the crowd difference from Juco to all the way up to uh, Kansas State. So of the teams that you guys played this year, what do you think, which one gave you the most trouble? I mean, obviously Alabama you know, in, in, in your bowl game, but that that's totally different. Like in terms of the regular season, uh, how did you, wh- which team gave you the most trouble? I'd say whenever we first played um, TCU, the first time, they're like a whole different team. The second time, it felt like they weren't trying to attack it as much in the run game. It was really uh, their running back. He was pretty good. Uh, Kendra Miller. And uh, we were just, right. we were, we were, it was really on us. We were tackling bad and uh, they were just scheming us. They were picking us apart with uh, like flaws we would have in our defense, like whether we bust the coverage or some, some little stuff that we could have fixed, but we ended up fixing that and beating them. So I'd say probably TCU early on in the season, they were just, they were more prepared than us. And they were, uh, they were very well coached that game. Right. And where do you think, like in terms of the Alabama game, where did you guys go wrong? Cause you had them. I mean, Deuce, Deuce took that to the house. You know what I'm saying? He took it to the house. On like the first couple drives, you guys looked great. Where do you think defensively it it kind of went downhill after halftime? Yeah, I remember from watching on silence what I could see. I couldn't really get the most of the play calls. I was just standing on the side uh, yeah. trying to do some rehab. But I remember just seeing like like Alabama is like um, they're like a unit. So if you mess up in a certain area, they're gonna try to attack that as much as they can until they find another area. Like if if you stop them, then you can stop them. But like you said, we were just getting like maybe uh, a route, a little shallow route for a gain of 15 or a gain of 10, like just little stuff like that. They would pick apart that and then they hit us with an explosive shot, maybe to Jermaine Burton or somebody like that on a deep crossing route. Right. And you said on the sideline, let's go back to that for a second. You're you're hurt, right? You have are you have an injury? Mm-hmm. What what happened there? I didn't I didn't wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh wow. So uh Baylor, I'd say that was we played Baylor, and then it was West Virginia and Kansas. And then, uh, so the Baylor game, I had caught an interception. And the, the drive directly after that, whenever we came back on defense, I was, uh, I had a non-contact entry. I, I just planned it the wrong way. I had two different forwards go different ways. And I tore my ACL and my meniscus. Wow, dude. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That sucks. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it just you just planted wrong, and it just happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, but I, I feel like I could have prevented it. I was just—it just felt like my body was going away. It didn't need to. And but yeah, I mean, it's really thinking about it. Cause I still didn't play the last two conference games or in the Big Twelve championship or the bowl game, and they still like gave me like a like a second team all conference and and all that. That's it was still good to have. That's so great. Yeah, it's great. Second team all conference in the Big Twelve this year in football is nuts. Yeah. That's a great award. So. um so what was your recruiting process like? I mean, we talked about how you went to junior college. When you had all these offers to different schools, 
and now you're at Kansas State. How did coaches reach out, and what was that process like? Uh, it was it's actually funny because whenever I whenever I went to JUCO, I had a couple of coaches hit me up. It was like small little FCA schools, but really every day for an hour I would set a time from like after got done with workouts and breaks. I would have an hour a timer. I would DM every coach. Like I could go to my DMs right now. I would DM a Division One coach in the nation and send them my film. Wow. And you're you're just sending it through like email and stuff. Yeah, email. I would uh, I would call up there and see if I could talk to a coach. If I couldn't, then I would message them on, on Twitter as much as I can. Because most coaches have their uh, they'd have a little message box, and some of them wouldn't. So I would just try to message every coach there, any position, anything, and just ask for them to check on my. That's all I needed, which is them to look at the film, and they would have known. But some of them didn't take that chance, and it is what it is. There you go. And now you're at Kansas State. So, <laughs> kind of building off that, how did what made you choose to go to Kansas State over a school like North Texas or something like that? Um, really. It was actually uh, like a hard choice because North Texas is like a school really close to home, like maybe an hour and a half drive from me. Right. And uh, like I was just comparing records and trying to see what I wanted to do. And I think Kansas State was like eight and five and North Texas was like maybe six and six or something. They, they did OK. But uh, it was really just finding the place that was going to be able to put me in the league or give me the best position to do what I want to do later in life and uh, have me with a lot of networking connections and meeting new people. And Kansas State really did that. Like, just this year, I met uh, Aaron Sproles. I met Jordy Nelson. I met wow. Tyler Lockett. Uh, I haven't met Terrence Newman yet, but he, but he was at one of the games that I caught interception at, so that felt good. And wow. I met uh, Bill Snyder. I met uh, Mike Gundy, all the all the famous coaches in our league. So it was really it was really cool. And then, and then playing against, like, uh, Made potential first-round players like B. John Robinson, um, Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State, uh, the wide receiver from TCU. Like it, it's just, it was a really uh, good choice of me coming here and just playing against that talent. Because if I want to go to the next level, then I'm definitely gonna have to get used to talent like that. A hundred percent. I think choosing a school like Kansas State gets you used, gets you used to that competition, gets you ready, um, and you you got this exposure. You know, there's so many teams that are coming in in and out of the Big Twelve and playing those kinds of teams. And you get to experience that. So that, that's really key, especially for making it to the NFL. So my next question, obviously, probably doesn't make any sense at this point. You have aspirations to go to the NFL. It was about the NFL. And I was going to ask if you had any aspirations. I'm assuming that's all go That's all on. You know what I mean? You're you're all in. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's definitely plan A. I've been working every day towards that. That's That's been my goal since I could play football was to make it to the NFL. So, I mean, we're just taking it day by day, not thinking too so we'll see wherever it takes us at the end of this next season totally so i got two questions left for you kobe um what music you know do you listen to to get hype before games like what are you listening to what's going into the locker room you know what what are you guys playing throughout there to get hype uh usually like i walk onto the field and i have like some certain songs i say it's either some young boy some probably some gunna to chill me out and then i i probably finish it off with like a like a hype up song like an old future song or like an old meek mill song just oh, turn me up for real all right something like dreams and nightmares or something like 
Like going bad? Yeah, like greens and mattress. Yeah. Love that. I mean, I got a lot of young boy uh, from people that I interview on here. So young boy is <laughs> oh, definitely yeah, young a popular boy for option. Sure. Yeah, he's a popular yeah. option. So, uh, Kobe, my last question for you here. What's your message to kids out there, you know, that want to be in your position playing football at Kansas State and having especially the journey that you had to go through high school, then to go to junior college, then to go to Kansas State and now have a chance to go to the NFL? Uh, what does that say about a dedication, you know, work ethic, care, and what does it take to get to that next level? Man, really, like you said, just work, work, work ethic and dedication every day. Like not thinking about the the goal at the end, just having it in the back of your head though to make sure that you're working towards that every day. And uh, just like I said, taking every play, every rep, every practice, every game, like it's your last because you just want to ball like there's no tomorrow, and just make the most of what you got today. Exactly, make the most of what you got today, Kobe. Thank you so much for joining me on Jackson Share Sports Radio. It's been it's been a blast. I appreciate you for joining me. I know it's early in Kansas, uh, waking up. I I've been up for about an hour or two, so I totally feel what you, what you're feeling right now. Thank you for joining me again, and we'll run it back soon, man. I this is this has been a great episode. Stay in touch for sure. For sure, appreciate you for having me on the show. Of course, man. See you later. All right. See you. That was Kobe Savage from Kansas State University. They had a great season, unfortunately ended against Alabama, but they ended up uh, going and having a great having a great season. Um, they, they managed to be one of the best teams in the nation, uh, ending at number 11 in the country. So that's how it ended. Thank you for listening to this episode on Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, and, you know, I hope you guys listen to the next episode. We got Ravens event coordinator coming on to Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, very excited. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.